Of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818-610-8088. This is your half-empty cup of Joe. Pour a cup of this good-smelling coffee. It will taste as good as it smells. This show is hosted by Joe Jaquit and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is better than no cup. Good morning and welcome to the Half Empty Cup. It is the Thursday edition uh, Joe and Jason uh, today. And Jason, we have a, a new guest with us. Uh, I know there's a lot going on in the world uh, that we are, are going to, to, to talk about. But uh, hold on just a minute. Uh, and and uh, bring up a topic that, that I think uh, is going to be pretty interesting. And uh, in, in talking about, you know, next week we, we've got... Halloween coming next week. Uh, it's going to be, you know, and I know people, a lot of people have different opinions about Halloween. M- most people are, you know, it's just, uh, you know, kids go out and get candy. Uh, there's other people that, that don't like, uh, you know, kind of the, 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 the devil, if you will, the, this, the, the Satan undertones, the, the pagan holiday type thing uh and, and it's it's always been one of those things where uh pe- people i think uh, by and large the majority of people kind of you know it's no big deal but other people are like hey it's a bigger deal than most people think yeah our guest name is don uh don's been a uh, a guy that likes to call into the show regularly uh, he's always got a lot of uh facts and a lot of information to share with the audience and I, I invited him to, to, to try coming on the show about a month ago. And uh, you know, I, I think we're going to try him out a couple times. We'll see. Because you know, not everybody, Joe, that, that calls is, is a good guest. Sometimes it's just the, the way the show is, is uh, functions. It's, it's not the only key. Some guys are just really great callers. Some guys can, can carry a show. So we're going to give Don a shot. I, uh, he wants to do this uh, show on Halloween, which I've, I've done shows on Halloween in the past. So I have, I have a good idea kind of where he's headed for some of this. But, uh, Don, I'm going to go to you. I mean, uh, I'm sure you got a whole lot to, to uncover when it comes to the history of this holiday that's coming up next week. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks for inviting me on. <clears throat> yeah, Halloween is, uh, as Joe mentioned, is, is uh, semi-controversial, uh, but uh, also not very well understood. Uh, I think, arguably, uh, the people that enjoy Halloween consider it the funnest holiday uh, of the year. Uh, You know, it's... uh, uh, But I think a lot of that, uh, uh, the fun aspects associated with it are part of, or or, uh, I should say as a result of the uh, kind of forgotten history and the forgotten aspects uh, of Halloween. So, to Joe's point, yes, there is uh, some pagan uh, contributions to the to the holiday today. In and of itself, it's not necessarily satanic, 
uh, although uh, there are certainly uh, satanic uh, injections and connotations that have been uh, injected into it. So before we get in a little too deep, I just wanted to uh, kind of share a, a personal story on, on our Halloween experiences, my family's Halloween experiences. We started to get into, uh, uh, you know, during uh, during the Halloween, instead of just uh, handing out the candy, we started putting together haunted houses. Uh, and that started with uh, my daughter's birthday party, who is, uh, her birthday is near Halloween. Uh, and I think she was in about third grade, uh, was our first haunted house. She wanted a, a birthday party with a, a haunted house incorporated into it. So we set up, uh, my brother and I set up a, uh, a, a, just a little small, real quick walk through haunted house in our garage for her guests. The morning of the, of the uh, day of the party arrived and we woke up to a massive blizzard. Uh, my daughter was just just heartbroken because uh, she didn't think anybody was going to show up for her party. <clears throat> to the contrary, not only did everybody show up, uh, but uh, everybody ended up dropping off older uh, and younger siblings uh, or relatives along with the invited guests so that they could go dig themselves out of the drift uh, or pull other people out of the drift or take care of whatever uh, you know whatever problems the the snow befell over the course so where we had started with I, I think it was like eight or nine guests eight or nine kids that were going to come over we ended up with about 50 uh, and uh, those kids didn't get picked up until much later in the evening. Uh, those 50 kids basically consumed everything we had to eat in the house uh, over the course of about six hours that they were there. Uh, they had a blast. I think everybody ended up going through that little haunted house uh, four or five times each. Uh, and it was uh, that that just that began a tradition for us uh, where we put on uh, bigger and more elaborate uh, uh, haunted house with various themes associated with it to celebrate uh, Halloween and eventually that grew to a point where we would get uh, over a thousand people uh, would come through uh, that night. It was a one-night event. Uh, we had uh, church groups that would bring uh, their their tour buses or the youth youth groups uh, would come through. Uh, we'd have uh, police officers uh, that uh, patrolled the neighborhood, and uh, before their shift ended, they would stop and uh, come through. Uh, it turned out it was a was truly a lot of fun. But I have to say, throughout most of that, I myself really didn't understand uh, the the true depth of of what Halloween was and what it has to be. You're listening to Don here on the Half Empty Cup of Joe. we got more with him. We're going to talk a little bit about the history of Halloween. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stop bitching. Do something.
It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7- to 8-foot-tall flowering tree for only $269.50 and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7-gallon trees for only $270. You take I-25 to exit 235, then 5 miles west to the Tree Farm. Bleed stop. Clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound. Apply direct pressure and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds. Bleed stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find bleed stop by clicking on the bleed stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular bleed stop website prices. Get yours today. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too, don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A&B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492, 720-680-0492. This is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham and Associates LLC at 720-203-0731. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So put a smile upon your face. Being alive is no disgrace. You can make it up better. We're back here, the Half Empty Cup, Joe and Jason, and we're uh, getting into, uh, you know, wh- I guess the story of Halloween, how it all came about, and and talking about, hey, uh, I just was doing this, you know, it was my daughter's birthday, we decided to make a little haunted house, it turned into this... Uh, kind of this this huge big thing in the neighborhood and and it was a lot of fun but you didn't really uh know a whole lot about halloween other than hey you know what you go out and you, the kids collect candy and you you hang up a bunch of scary decorations and you you do the whole haunted house thing right 
Right. So, uh, and and just to kind of uh, uh, illustrate the uh, that that line of thought, which I, I really think that the vast majority of people don't give Halloween a lot of thought beyond uh, the fun aspect of it, the trick or treats, the haunted houses, those kind of things. Uh, I'm sure you guys uh, remember uh, in the not too distant past. Parade Magazine used to come out uh, in the uh, uh, Sunday edition of, of most uh, major newspapers. Uh, there was a, uh, an individual who had uh, written a commentary uh, in the Parade uh, Magazine, uh, and I'll take just a second to read it. Uh, Lessons from the Great Pumpkin. The true genius of the Great Pumpkin may be in the way it sends up other holiday parables by having a character seek deeper meaning in the soul holiday that has no real lesson to teach. Is there any other day we celebrate that's as empty of moral or historical significance? Halloween exists today simply so that kids can dress up, run around after dark, eat too much candy, and scare the pants off one another. I, I think that effectively captures uh, the sentiment that most people apply to it. Uh, in truth, Halloween has a, a much deeper history and uh, of global consequence. Uh, so the the common, I think the, the the common perception that it's a combination of uh, Christian tradition uh, across the uh, uh, the All Hallows Tide, uh, which is the, the three-day trilogy of which Hallow's Eve originated, uh, and some of the ancient Celtic Druidic uh, traditions. There is some truth in that, in the way we know and understand. There's a lot of truth in that, in the way we know and understand Halloween uh, by and large. Uh, but as I said, uh, it, it, it actually goes much deeper than that uh, and exists on a global consequence. So the Christian connection, um, as I mentioned, uh, Hallow's Eve or All Hallow's Eve, uh, October 31st is the beginning of a three-day uh, uh, trilogy, if you will, uh, of celebrations in, uh, that started uh, in the Roman Church known as the All Hallow Tide uh, or the Hallamus <clears throat> uh, consisted of uh, Hallow's Eve, uh, All Saints Day, uh, and All Souls Day uh, encompassing uh, so basically going from uh, October 31st through November 2nd and it's it's pretty much accepted that the some of the rituals as far as uh, costuming uh, and sewing uh, or uh, the going door to door uh, asking for treats uh, in exchange for uh, tricks has uh, has its roots in that Christian connection there's the, the Celtic connection uh, which is the pagan druidism, and I think that's what uh, most people associate with kind of the satanic aspects. 
uh, of the holiday, although I would disagree with that. Uh, the uh, the pagans also had a three-day uh, celebration. They called it uh, Sowin, uh, which was uh, in honor of uh, the dead. Uh, during the Sowin celebration or, or commemoration, uh, in particular, they uh, directed those uh, activities towards uh, the god Saman, uh, which was their uh, god of darkness or lord of death. Uh, and that, I, I think that will become evident, the relevance around uh, that lord of death. Uh, so, so, Don, it's from my understanding, especially when you get back to hundreds of years ago when people started celebrating this, uh, and, and some people would pronounce it Samhain because of the, the way the word is spelled, but it is it is the way you, you pronunciated it. But uh, this was the time of the year where the world is dying. You know, we're, it's, it's autumn, it's fall, we're heading into the winter. And for a lot of cultures, this was a, a great time of stress because, you know, people could starve to death, people could freeze to death. And uh, one of the reasons for the holiday was also just to keep the children from, from fretting or, or dreading the, the harsh uh, season that was coming. Is that, is that part of this? That, that, does, that does play an, an aspect uh, of it. So, uh, yes, and, and I think in particular for the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, so you're absolutely correct. In the Northern Hemisphere, this is uh, fall, right? We have recently uh, had uh, uh, gone through the autumnal uh, equinox. Crops are being harvested. Uh, people are in the process of pre preserving, stocking up uh, what they need uh, and preparing to get through the winter. Uh, however, in the Southern Hemisphere, that uh, yeah, the opposite is true, right? That's the beginning of springtime. Uh, it's the time of growth, the emergence uh, from winter. So, so yes, uh, those are aspects that we associate with Halloween, uh, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not really sure the extent of the relevance with the celebration uh, itself. Well, well, Don, I guess where I'm headed is because much of what Halloween is in America kind of come from Celtic or Irish traditions. I mean, is that fair to say? Because I know there's more than just the Celtic and the Irish, but isn't that mostly where we're what we're getting it from? It it it, it does. Uh, so a lot of the symbolism associated with uh, uh, with Halloween does come primarily from Ireland and uh, Scotland, uh, but there's there's some Nordic uh, some uh, predominantly northern and western European influence as well. Where the satanic uh, kind of aspects of Halloween originate is uh, really didn't start to see the emergence of that until the Gothic era uh, where we had you know such iconic classics as Frankenstein and Dracula and uh, uh, that uh, uh, the the dark monster evil uh, kind of uh, uh, literature that started to emerge in uh, late 1800s, mid to late 1800s, uh, and for whatever reason, it's uh, that association between those creatures and probably 
to do with the time of year, uh, uh, the coming of the darkness, uh, uh, is really where I think a lot of the, the satanic influence or the satanic associations with Halloween uh, started to get ingrained. So here in the United States, trick-or-treating, uh, trick-or-treating as we know it came about in, uh, started to emerge in about the 1930s. Uh, there were some additional, uh, some of the, the European uh, and uh, Scottish and Irish symbols, uh, that symbolism that got brought in were expanded on, I guess, or evolved is a good way to put it. Uh, and of course, the, the commercialization of Halloween really started to get its foothold here in this country in the United States by about the 1950s. So there's uh, just kind of a trivia, and, and maybe we can get somebody that might be familiar with the story to call, uh, call in and give it to us, is the uh, the origins of the jack-o'-lantern. Uh, in other words, the carving of the, pu the pumpkin. Uh, if nobody calls in, uh, I'll share that. Yeah, well, yeah the, the call in number is 877-536-1360 if anyone has any comments. But, yeah, uh, I, I would like you to talk about that because, yeah, that's that's uh, that's such a tradition for a lot of people. And I know a little bit about that story about, hey, let's carve up the pumpkin and you put a light in it. And it kind of tells your neighbors that you're willing to give out some candy, right, Joe? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess the first – I got a couple of questions. When, when did uh, – I guess the trick-or-treating as we know it really begin. Is, is, and is it something that that uh, happened before uh, the U.S. really existed as a country where, where kids going out, you know, I don't know about going door-to-door -door or what have you. I mean, was there Halloween uh, before uh, the United States was a country? Or, or, and where did that start? And if it started before, where did it start? If it started here, when did they start doing the whole let's dress up? And, and obviously, like you said, people dress up in scary stuff. People get dress up as, you know, superheroes or sports stars and, and, and collect that candy. How did that all come about? That actually started at, uh, with the the, the pre-Halloween. So I'm going to say the, the pre-Halloween uh, Christian connection. Uh, in about 1000 A.D., uh, the church... Uh, in their fashion, blended uh, the the Celtic pagan pagan celebrations uh, of, of Samhain with uh, with their own trilogy with the Holomus. Uh That was about a thousand uh, a thousand A.D. Prior to that, however, uh, as uh, uh, the the church had a custom. Exactly when it started uh, really isn't clear. We know it started uh, somewhere prior to 1000 AD, so maybe eight, uh, between five and 800 uh, AD. And uh, the uh, as as part of the ritual of the Holomus, they uh, kids would uh, would were encouraged to go 
souling, what they referred to as souling, which was the first version of trick-or-treating. Uh, they would go door-to-door -door asking for what they referred to at the time as solo cakes. Uh, we, were, we call them cookies now. Uh, and uh, they would ask for the cake, and in exchange, they would offer prayers for uh, loved ones that may be trapped in purgatory. So that's really the, the origins of the door-to-door -door trick or treating. So, and, and this what, what, what the, the Catholic Church uh, yes. was the, the leader yes. of, of that. And, and, and again, I guess uh, I can kind of see, right, that, that had some more religious undertones. Hey, we're going to pray uh, for people that may be caught in purgatory. Obviously, today, no one's praying, right? What you're praying for is, I hope I don't get my house ached. I mean, that's kind of what we're praying for now. <laughs> we'll be back with more. Hey folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. The Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale is going on now. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized trees that are easy to handle and easy to plant. While supplies last, buy the first tree at regular price and mix or match a second tree for only 50 cents. Thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, fruit trees, evergreen trees, ornamental trees, and more. Also, huge savings on shrubs and perennials. You Come take I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the Tree Farm. I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm who have courage. You know, there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace. It's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money, and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money.
As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970-800-3693. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the match he did the monster match the monster match it was a graveyard smash he did the match it caught on in a flash he did the match he did the monster match from my laboratory in the castle east <clears throat> to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abodes to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the match. They did the monster match. This is Joe and Jason. We got Don as our guest today talking a little bit about the history, which goes back apparently more than a thousand years, and uh, which I think is more of a... Uh, uh, a, a natural holiday where you know, like like Don had said, you got you got uh, you're harvesting crops and you're getting ready for a, a really cold. I mean, look, you got to remember a thousand years ago, five hundred, six hundred years ago, no electricity, right? You know, campfires. You had to have a stove or a, a, a fireplace in the home to stay warm, and uh, a very difficult time of the year for a lot of people. You know, you, you, a good winter. I'm sure these people were just fine, but in a harsh winter. You know, children could probably get pretty scared about you know the you know no electricity. Can you imagine how, how dark it used to be with no electricity? You know, the kids nowadays they got like fifteen lights in their bedroom, <laughs> but but back in those days, you, uh, if you wanted to have a light in your room, you had to suffer the perils of a, a lit candle that might fall over in your room, right? So so, uh, but uh, we're talking the history of it, where it comes to to, to different cultures adding to it, and of course, America post World War II, we just had this fun holiday that just, of course, like all holidays in America, got commercialized. And under the heavy commercialization of the holiday, you lose a lot of understanding of what it actually was. And that's that's what Don is bringing to the air for us today. Uh, we have a caller uh, coming up: eight seven seven five three six. 1360 if you'd like to call or if you'd like to text anything about what Don's brought to the air or if just you know, have your own information about uh, the holiday itself. But before I get back to Don, well, let me go to jo- uh, Chris, uh, Joe and then we'll go to Chris, the caller. Well, you know, at first, I, I guess because for me, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't really uh, have a lot of information on the subject, but I guess I can understand uh, the I guess anger or frustration on on the people on the religious side of things that you know they're they're uh, really uh, kind of a religious event, right? Where the the children would go door to door and pray for uh, people, uh, family members of the people that, uh, whose house they went to, uh, if they had relatives that were in purgatory, and they'd get a cookie uh, for doing it. And, and, and now, of course, 
we're, we're nowhere close to that at all, right? We, the, the religious element uh, really no longer exists in the, in the modern uh, Halloween world. Well, and, and Joe, I'll add this because it's a good point that you brought up. I mean, some religions or some versions of Christianity or, or whatever are very serious. Uh, I grew up with a Jehovah's Witness as a friend of mine. You know, the guy wouldn't stand for the national anthem. He didn't celebrate Christmas. There was no birthdays. You know, he always said that, uh, hey, uh, you know, my, my, my holidays is every day that, you know, that I'm alive sort of thing. And so you, you get a lot of very serious people that really dis are just disgusted with the holiday. And then you got other people who go to church every single day, and then they, they got the ultimate Halloween setup so that the most kids will come trick-or-treating possible. So I, I, th I think it goes all ways. Now, I want to get Don's perspective on that. But let me – Chris called in first. If you want to call in, 877-536-1360. Chris, go ahead. Thanks for, for waiting. What is your comment or question? Yeah, I thought I heard, Don, you said that this started with the kids going and asking for prayers for cookies back in the 500s. Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, I said it, uh, the actual date when that practice started um, it is unknown, but it was a part of the uh, Catholic or uh, the Roman Church at that at that point in time. That was that was one of their traditions during the Holomus. And I, I, I will add also that that's that uh, another aspect of that. Uh, included uh, the costuming, so the, the dress-ups. People were encouraged uh, on All Saints Day to dress up as their favorite saint. Uh, and so that's, at least as far as the, the Christian element of Halloween is concerned, uh, that's where uh, the costuming originated. Yeah, I, you're, you're, I hate to say, but you are totally incorrect on that. Uh, the term purgatory wasn't even a thing until after the schism of the Orthodox and Roman Church, when the Roman Church uh, decided that the Pope was the Speaker of God and was the one that was in charge and had veto power over the other bishops in the Church. In 1054, there was a schism. It was basically the church, the Orthodox Church, excommunicated the Roman Church. And the term purgatory didn't even start until the 1200s. No, you're, you're, so, you're, you, are absolutely, you are absolutely correct when it comes to the use of the word purgatory. My choice, not, uh, not historically an accurate word to use. Right, and and really, the the church doesn't really have anything to do with Halloween. That that does come from the Druids and the Celts, and they with going and doing the trick or treating was when they would go and it used to be a trick to where they would have their children go, and this is back in the 14 and the 1500s, to where when back when Europe was completely pagan at that time, because you know the the up in Ireland and Britain was a Christian country. They had uh, cut birth was up there, uh, many other saints and churches, but they went into ruins. And during the, the Dark Ages and the Middle Ages, it was totally pagan. And uh, they, they, would have kids, they would have their kids go and basically say, we're going to come and do a trick on you. We're going to kill your cat, or we're going to take your chicken, or we're going to catch a door on fire unless you give us something. And that's where the trick-or-treat was. You either well, give us a treat, 
because we're going to pull a trick on you. And and that uh, that is certainly is is a part of it. Uh, my reference goes back to uh, uh, the origins of some of the uh, the rituals uh, themselves. So uh, when we talk about uh, 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 the Solane or the Druidistic or pagan uh, religions, those actually go back as far as uh, it, as far as six thousand years. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, in particular, they go, they uh, we have references. To, go back to Baal and Asherah and the other ones back in Scripture. That well, well let, me, let me let me let me jump in, Chris. Let me say this, you know, because because this is where this is this is where the 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 uh, should we or shouldn't we celebrate the thing at all? Go back, and I'll I'll say this from my understanding. Okay, uh, yeah, p- pagan holiday, and and there's a lot of sketchiness, and and and, and why are we even doing this at all? I, I get that. How how hey, the Christian church has nothing to do with this. Well, then, why was the Christian Church so eager to uh, adopt all the pagans into their into their brand of religion, and why did they allow Halloween to continue to happen after absorbing pagans into the Christian religion? They really wanted to spread Christianity, and so they were okay with this activity. Chris, they wanted Halloween because they wanted the pagans to become Christian. We'll talk more with Don on the other side of the break. Everybody, stay with us. It's the Half Empty Cup of Joe. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Any major disaster, especially weather-related, when the power goes out, can cause people to suddenly panic. Within hours, grocery store shelves in your area can be picked clean. Food supply lines get interrupted, and food is hard to find. At that point, it's too late to do anything about it. You must survive only on the food you already have in your home or risk waiting for the government to respond while you're standing in food lines. So ask yourself, do you have enough food in your home to last for weeks or months? That's why the smart move is to secure your family's personal supply of the most reliable emergency food you can buy. Having at least four weeks' worth of food is not a luxury. It's mandatory. If you don't want you and your family to end up in this situation, go to 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button at the top of the page. That's 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our Preferred Metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com. Welcome back to Half Empty Cup of Joe. The number to call is 877-536-1360. You can also t- uh, text in with any comments or questions. 
Uh, I'm going to go back to, to uh, I want to get Don's uh, reaction. We had Chris that had called in was, you know, separating the church from the holiday. What, what say you about uh, those comments, Don? Well, I, I think that uh, uh, the points that Chris made are accurate. Uh, however, uh, what he's referring to is a later time period. So uh, the, uh, the Roman church really didn't start to, uh, I guess, invade, for lack of a better term, the Celtic territories uh, until about uh, 600 A.D., Five or six hundred A.D. Uh, the the uh, the point in time that Chris mentioned didn't occur for almost a thousand years after that. Uh, so in one thousand A.D., uh, the Roman Church, as part of their assimilation of uh, the the uh, the pagan Celtic uh, traditions and Samhain, uh, changed. Uh, combined the two into All Hallows Eve or Hallows Eve and that's where the term Halloween uh, actually came from. Uh, so that happened uh, you know roughly 500 years uh, before even though there were still some resistance uh, a lot of resistance a lot of contention between continuing practice practitioners of the pagan traditions uh, and the Christian traditions. Uh, so as, as part of the Christian conquest uh, of that uh, is uh, what the driver was behind combining the two and uh, applying some common nomenclature to it. So uh, in, in all fairness, the pagans also had their versions of trick-or-treat. Uh, the evolution that, uh, that Chris mentions where uh, kids were encouraged to uh, mark houses if they weren't, uh, you know, basically they would extort the pagans. Uh, and if the pagans uh, wouldn't, uh, uh, wouldn't give them what they wanted, then they would mark their house uh, for a treat. That, that's a practice that didn't occur, uh, didn't really start to occur until uh, 14th and 15th century. So, but Excellent. I don't really want to get too hung up in the weeds on the debate between, you know, is is this a pagan holiday or is it a Christian holiday? Because there there are obvious elements of both that are incorporated into what we celebrate today. I think there's a much bigger picture uh, behind Halloween that is actually a lot darker and a lot scarier than either the Christian or the pagan uh, beliefs and symbolisms bring into it. All right, Don, we'll, we'll, we'll move to, uh, more towards uh, that aspect of it. I got one more caller that wanted to come in. Let's get uh, Professor Glenn in, and then we'll move towards that. Glenn, thanks for calling in. What is your comment? Uh, this is a great show. Um, I used to teach this stuff in my history class to my freshmen when I would do world history. Um, so one of the things about the, the Christian church incorporating the pagan holidays this even deals with christmas too because you had the roman holiday of saturnella and juvenella that was a, a children's celebration and a and a sun celebration you know the the uh the, the equinox basically uh well the, the you know the saturnella that was the sun holiday 
And more than likely, scholars have said that Jesus was probably born in the spring. So they they pushed this date back till to the December twenty first era. You know that about that time. So you have Christmas. Now Christmas is now a Christian holiday. They incorporated the pagan holiday into it of Saturnella and Juvenella. All the customs that that the Romans were doing, we see today. You know, like bobbing for apples. That's even in, even the uh, in the Halloween thing as well. The the, the culture. Okay, but. One thing that uh, also the bat, the bat symbol of Halloween. So during the the solemn uh, ceremony, they had big fires, and that would attract mosquitoes above yeah. the fires. And the bats would swoop in to get the mosquitoes, and that's where the bat thing came from from Halloween. And if you move it forward to popular culture today, I mean, I can't tell you how many very religious people freak out when you talk about a Harry Potter movie. Those are great movies. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. My kids read all the books. They went to Catholic school, uh, you know, and, and there were some teachers there that would just, like, give them the stink eye when they mentioned Harry Potter. I mean, uh, just some of this stuff gets outlandish. But I just wanted to talk about incorporating the holidays. And, well, Glenn, and let, me, let me say this, Glenn. Is it, you're a, a huge uh, Second Amendment firearms. You're, you're always at the range. You, you shoot more guns per, per month than anybody I know, but... I think kind of like the firearms, it's not really the evilness that's in the firearm. It's in who who wields it and, how, and what they do with it. I think Halloween's the same thing. You could take Halloween and then and, and the the imagery of it and turn it into some real, you know, sadistical places, or you can uh, enjoy the, the holiday for what uh, the fun parts of what it is. I, I think that's kind of what your your message is. Yeah, right. Well, like in South America, you have the Day of the Dead. It's a it's a a big, it's huge in their in their. Uh in their culture to have that. I mean, ultimately you're, you're showing that we're, we all are, are going to die at some point and it's, you know, where do you go after that? That's the eternal question. You either know, or you don't know, or you have a kind of an idea where you might go. It all depends. I mean, all depends on how devoted you are to your religion or your belief system. There are people that think there are witches. There are people that think they're cats. I mean, there are people that think they're guys that are girls. I mean, people think what they think, but, when it gets right down to it, it's, it's just your belief system. It's whatever you, your, your mores, your, what you go up with, your culture, and it's incorporate. I mean, just think about if you explain to everybody, they went back and explained them, to them the actual where all this stuff came from, it wouldn't be fun anymore. I mean, like, oh, I don't want to get into all that. I mean, that's about where it comes that's from. That's probably the best statement I've heard about anything we talk about, Glenn, is if you really, if you really get <laughs> deep down into looking at it, Probably people won't like it. That's that's kind of how it is with everything historically, isn't it, Glenn? Oh yeah, because I mean, on this show, you have opened my eyes to a lot of things. Like, oh, I really, I didn't know that, and dang, I don't like that now. You know, and it's the same thing about what people would say conspiracy theories. When you dig too deep into things and you find stuff that, well, ooh, I didn't hear it that way, you know. And maybe that's the truth now that you've uncovered. Like, well, dang, that sucks, you know. And, and so if you dig too deep, you might not like what you find. Great call, Glenn. Thank you for the call. 877-536-1360 for the callers. We have no callers in. You'd be first up. Don wants to get back to really a little bit more of what Halloween actually is. And it's actually maybe darker than just a pagan holiday. 
My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. Hi, my name is Sam Cheshire. My wife Lisa and I own Build Design America in Longmont, Colorado. We've been in business for over 30 years, offering full-service flooring to Northern Colorado. A few years ago, we started into Kiva Studios. We offer full-service kitchen and bath remodeling, along with a design service. We're located in Longmont at 665 Frontage Road. Our phone number is 303-772-1202. And we also offer free design services. So give us a call, 303-772-1202. Seven seven five three six thirteen sixty. The call and text line, and we got Don, and we're talking about uh, talking about Halloween, what it is, what it is, and how it started, and, and all these other things. I uh, got a texter texting. I think kind of leading in to what Don, you know, the darker side. Uh, there's a big difference between being a pagan and being a devil worshipper. A pagan, you know, they give the definition, a noun, uh, religious, you know, especially when viewed in contrast to an an adherent monolithic religion, a non-pagan, one that has no religion, sacrificing children, cursing, black magic, witchcraft, uh, you know, all of these elements that that have crept into Halloween. Don? Correct. I couldn't agree more. Don, I, uh, you know, one thing about the, the whole religion, I know you want to turn away from pagan versus Christianity, and I, I think that's a good idea. But, I mean, one, one thing about religion that, you know, just a, a simple observation is, is, you know, I, I'm not saying that I'm a pagan. I'm not a pagan. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a practicing, uh, in, you know, anything in particular as far as denominations. But every religion definitely has a streak in them that they want you to become a part of their religion 
So as far as paganism being evil, uh, I've, I've read a lot of stuff that's to the contrary. And I've, I've read a lot of stuff that says, oh, yeah, there's, there's some weird stuff going on with pagans. But when it comes down to it, you know, Buddhism is a Buddha. They want you to be a Buddha. You know, they want you, they want you to practice that. Muslims, they want you to be, you know, practice Islam. Christians want you to become a Christian. And then all the different types of Christianity, Jehovah's Witnesses and the Mormons. And they all zealously want you to become a part of, of their idealisms. And, and I think that just causes, of course, one of those things. You don't talk politics or religion at the dinner table, right? Right, uh, Don? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, very good point. Good, good point, Jason. So we only got a couple of minutes. This is a short segment, and then we'll have the over-the-hour break. Go ahead and kind of set us up as to where we're headed on the next segment. Yeah, so uh, so next segment uh, really kind of starts uh, about the middle of the 19th century. A gentleman by the name of uh, Robert Halliburton, who was a uh, lawyer, anthropologist, researcher, poet, kind of an interesting Canadian character, uh, published a book called New Materials for the History of Man. Uh, and uh, in his research for that book, uh, specifically as he was looking at celebratory days, he discovered uh, something that was uh, was quite interesting. Uh, and that that is both the northern and some of southern hemispheres uh, all had commemorations of uh, souls or the dead uh, festivals uh, around the world. Uh, some of these practices going back uh, thousands and thousands of years. Uh, and coincidentally, they all fell within that same three-day period between October 31st and November 2nd. So that's kind of the setup, Jason. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we're going to hit the commercial break because that. I find it fascinating when cultures that are completely separate from each other suddenly are, are sort of looking or observing or, or celebrating the same thing without any uh, cross-pollination, so to speak, without contact with each other. So that's, that'll be a good place to start in the second hour. If you want to call in, have a question, or you want to do a text, it's 877-536-1360. But you're listening to the Half Empty Cup of Joe. Joe and Jason, our guest today is Don. We'll be right back after this over-the-hour break. Stop it, Jim. Do something. Stop it, Jim. Do something. KHNC is proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 
This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. And now from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. One aspect of the news about the infamous Times Square bomber didn't receive as much national attention as it deserves. His name was Faisal Shahzad, an immigrant from Pakistan. On May 1, 2010, he planted a bomb in an automobile and parked it in Times Square in New York City, where the bomb was supposed to explode at a time when the streets were crowded with people, so it would kill as many people as possible. Faisal Shahzad wasn't dumb. He was well-educated and wealthy. He graduated from the University of Bridgeport in Connecticut. He had a good job paying $70,000 a year. He drove an expensive foreign car and employed servants and chauffeurs. He had traveled in and out of the United States numerous times and had been trained in bomb-making at a terrorist camp in Pakistan. However, he must not have learned enough about bomb-making because the bomb he planted in the car in Times Square did not explode, and nobody was killed by it. He was arrested two days later as he was sitting on a plane in New York about to depart for Pakistan. He was convicted and sentenced to life in prison without possibility of parole. Now, the really interesting part about the Times Square bomber is the fact that he had become a naturalized American citizen. As you know, when immigrants are naturalized as Americans, they have to renounce all loyalty to their previous country and pledge allegiance to the United States. At his trial in New York, the judge asked him, didn't you swear allegiance to this country? And here is his reply. I sweared, but I didn't mean it. You're my enemy. I lied. The war with the Muslims has just begun. So, friends, it's important to understand and wake up to the fact that there are some Muslims in the United States who claim they are good Americans, but are really looking for ways to kill us. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. If you're busy taking notes, you can stop now because these commentaries in written form and spoken audio are archived on the website phyllisschlafly.com, many recorded by Mrs. Schlafly herself. If you're doing research or missed a day, just go to phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and re-listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. This is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I want to take a second to tell you about my friends over at thefreedompeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them, you need to give them a call today. All you have to do is go to thefreedompeople.org and set up your call. And what can they help you do? Well, through legal and lawful processes, they'll help you reduce exposure to the tax man or other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up express trusts, which help manage your business assets and affairs effectively and privately, while helping you gain greater control of you and your 
family's future. It can also help you do things like set up private membership associations, which help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want. If you believe your children should be able to receive their inheritance without paying an arm and leg in taxes and that taxes are unjust, the government ceases to represent the interests of its people. I want you to take a second today to go to the T-H-E, freedompeople.org and schedule your call. Let them know I sent you. But more importantly, help make sure that your future is protected and that your business and your family are protected. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970-800-3693. This is your half-empty cup of joe. This show is hosted by Joe Jaquit and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is better than no cup. We're back here, the Half Empty Cup, Joe and Jason. Uh, we got Don with us and kind of getting into uh, Halloween. And, and I think probably the, the, the part that uh, the people that have an issue with Halloween, uh, th- this is really kind of, I think, the the heart of the issue, right, where you get into the the satanic stuff, the, the, the devil worshiping, and all of those things, Don. Uh, yeah, well, yes. So uh, it potentially, I say potentially, because <clears throat> we don't have a lot of written record uh, of confirmation, but potentially it it affords us an explanation of the evolution of those aspects of the holiday, yes. So, Don, go ahead, and and, and, and uh, we already set it up last segment. Uh, talk about yeah, the, so the, this, guy, this guy and his book in the 1800s. I guess we set it up, and let's let's hear about where, where that headed. Yeah, so, so Robert Halliburton, uh, in 1868, uh, published a book uh, called New Materials for the History of Man. Uh, that book is uh, you. It, it can be read in some of the online uh, library archives. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, there are no print versions of it available today. Uh, but uh, uh, but it can be read, and it, it is an interesting read. 
what he discovered through his research for uh, the book is he was looking at uh, celebratory days uh, in particular uh, is that he found uh, a coincidental uh, set of celebrations that uh, revolved around uh, the dead uh, people's souls uh, and uh, destruction <clears throat> massive catastrophic destruction uh, and he found those globally in both the northern and southern hemispheres. Uh, to use his words, uh, he came to the conclusion that they must be attributed, that coincidence must be attributed to something hitherto unknown. <clears throat> uh, and as a result of that discovery, he spent the next decade uh, researching specifically uh, that particular issue, pretty much dedicating uh, 10 years uh, to researching. Uh, and during that research, uh, he uncovered the coincidental uh, celebration periods or commemoration. I don't know that celebration <laughs> is, is the right word, but certainly a, a commemoration uh, existed among the aboriginals in Australia, uh, the ancient Egyptians, uh, uh, the whole of Europe, uh, the Hindu, the Japanese, Pacific Islanders, <clears throat> South Americans, Peruvians, uh, Tonga, uh, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, the, they all conducted those commemorations or celebrations uh, over the course of the same three-day period of time, uh, which... Uh, which kind of injected quite a quandary. How could, as, as Jason mentioned previously, how could these completely isolated and disconnected cultures and peoples and, and uh, nations, in some cases, possibly arrive at, at that degree of uniformity and that topic specificity? Uh, and I don't think he was ever able to actually conclusively uh, come to uh, an answer on that, other than uh, an association, an astronomical association, with uh, uh, the Pleiades. So those uh, who may be familiar to some degree with astronomy know that the, uh, uh, the Pleiadian is a star cluster that sits in uh, about uh, where the shoulder of uh, the uh, Taurus, the bull constellation is. Uh, and right now, if you look up in the night sky uh, on a clear night, we are coming into uh, the Taurid uh, meteor shower, the annual Taurid meteor showers. Uh, that uh, uh, peak on November 1st. Uh, on or about November 1st uh, every year. So that was a uh, that was a, a clue that he had that certainly accounted for the northern hemisphere. Uh, where uh, so Don, let me let me jump in. So so because this 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 makes a lot of sense because uh, the sky that we're looking up at is the same sky 
uh, that's been there for you know, all of human history. So what you're saying is, is that cultures from different parts of the planet are looking up at the sky and seeing the same thing. Uh, and, and judging, I might be jumping ahead slightly, but does does what they're seeing in the sky, does these traditions or these holidays on different parts of the world, uh, being Halloween, are, are there similar in what they're celebrating at all, or are these different types of celebrations different, on different parts of the world? No, the, the celebrations, uh, the, the topic of the celebration uh, is uh, not necessarily the meteor shower itself. The meteor shower is uh, kind of a, uh, provides kind of a, a, a calendar point of reference for people. So keep in mind <clears throat> the, uh, the history of calendars in general. So, you know, currently, we utilize uh, the Gregorian calendar, but there have been uh, half a dozen iterations of that calendar. We're going to so, hit the breakdown. We'll come back, and I, I guess I'll restate the question. Is the type of Halloween celebration the same in these different places? Do they have similar types of celebrations? We'll come back All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. What type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin's son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. Need pain relief? Gruska's Topical Mist Spray-On Water-Based Carbon 60 Suspension quickly absorbs into the skin, penetrating into muscles and joints to help reduce oxidative stress and inflammation. Spray it on to mist away your pain. Visit c-60.com or call 720-600-6040. Be sure to tell them that Naturally Inspired Radio sent you. Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at Empty Cup, Joe and Jason. We got Don with us and talking about Halloween. The question before the break was, 
Does everybody celebrate it the same way? Is is Halloween? Is it different in other cultures? Is it different in other parts of the world? And and I'm going to give kind of a multifaceted answer to that, Jason. Today, Halloween is more or less celebrated the same way. Uh, that, uh, however, I I think we can attribute that to the commercialization. Uh, yes. Of, of well, yeah, the and, and Don, the, the whole thing fascinates me that the same three days, which then you you solve that by saying, well, they're looking up at the sky, and, and that that is how a lot of religious and historical things get set in, in into motion. And so, I guess I'm more curious as to, hey, w- uh, when the Celtics were doing this and the Irish are doing this, what were they doing on on the southern hemisphere? I mean, how much, how far different was it, or was it similar in some ways? Yeah, let me let me answer that by reading just a couple of short excerpts uh, from Halliburton's book. Uh, So he starts out, is it not somewhat startling to find that Australian savages at or near the time of Halloween, all saints and all souls also consecrate three days to the memory of the dead as a venerable New Year celebration regulated by the time-honored Pleiades? And like the Northern Festival of the Dead, beginning in the evening or with a Halloween or a Hallow's Eve. In the Tonga Islands, which belong to the Fiji group, the Festival of Anaki, a venerable first fruit celebration, so that's their spring celebration, right? Uh, also, a commemoration of the dead takes place at the same time, commencing at sunset. We now turn to Mexico, where we find that the great festival of the Mexican cycle was held at the same time in uh, November and was regulated by the Pleiades. It began at sunset, and at midnight, as the constellation approached the zenith, a human victim was offered up to avert the dreaded calamity which they believe impended over the human race. This belief was so remarkable that I cannot omit a reference to it here. They had a tradition that at the time the world had been previously destroyed and they dreaded a similar catastrophe would, at the end of a cycle, annihilate the human race. That's a common theme. That is a common theme. So how they specifically celebrated it was culturally unique. Uh, You know, the Aztecs and the Mayans... Uh, offered up human sacrifices, uh, whereas uh, the Celts or the Druids or the Pagans, whatever we want to refer to them as, <clears throat> uh, they did uh, the bonfires and the dressing up to disguise themselves from the demons or uh, the evil lords and gods that would come down to earth to take uh, uh, take human souls. The common thread through all of it is death and destruction there you go so so there is a similarity even though different parts of the world were were uh, acknowledging these couple of days during the year so joe i just i thought that was pretty fascinating it make to me it makes sense that they chose those days because once again you look up at the stars everybody is seeing the same thing joe yeah a- a- exactly. absolutely yeah that that does make a, a lot of sense that that uh uh, different cultures would have had uh, the similar date 
because of as we know right if you all the things that they at least that they tell us about uh, whether it be the pyramids or, or any of these other things somehow uh, it always aligned with what was going on in the sky so I, I think that makes a lot of sense yeah, so so what you're saying, Don, is that there still is kind of a an element of dying or decay or death or something with with a lot of these separate cultures across the world uh, before the commercialization of Halloween that we have today. Uh, yes, uh, absolutely, and I think the roots are uh, the roots of that fear, if you will, of the death and destruction uh, are distant, far distant memories of actual death and destruction, actual events that truly did annihilate a good portion of the people globally. So, you know, we, we, we commonly think of uh, Noah's flood, right? The great, great deluge. We know ge- geologically speaking that uh, there were at least a couple of uh, couple of floods uh, of global magnitude, but we know that there were also uh, some other other events, uh, some of them uh, uh, celestial of origin and some of them terrestrial in nature, uh, volcanic uh, or earthquakes uh, that brought about, about just tremendous, unimaginable on a scale by uh, today's standards, death and destruction. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't so, too many years ago we had the big tsunami down there and, and, the, and, and wiped out a whole bunch of people just from an underwater earthquake. So it's, it seems right. very logical uh, of what you're talking about. That's right. And, and that's, that's a, a localized example, uh, certainly a localized example. Uh, you know, we have uh, the, uh, <clears throat> uh, the year without a summer uh, uh, that, that occurred. 1560, about 1563. See, I heard, we had a a guest come on and tell us uh, in in North America there was one of those, and it was, I think it was 1816, where there was no no summer. 1812, there you go. Yep, uh, 1812. And 1812 was kind of a first level of awareness, started with the New Madrid earthquake, uh, that completely changed uh, the Appalachians, uh, the Ohio River Valley uh, was completely changed. Uh, We have no idea the full extent of it because it happened when there were so few people uh, there or in that area who were able to communicate the the full effect. So for an example, in 1812, whatever, uh, whatever led up to that New Madrid earthquake uh, if you adhere to the theory that uh, earthquakes follow a flow, there was something of equal or greater magnitude that occurred prior to that on the West Coast. Yeah, we had a text or text in. Uh, Pleiades is the constellation where the Masons believe Lucifer resided. The Eve of That's- Apollo's Eve... Uh, the 29th is their quote-unquote sacred day. Coincidence? Mm. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, and, and like I said, I I don't want to go uh, deep into religion. I think the skies, uh, the, the the night sky, has a lot to do with a lot of religions, even Christianity. And I, I you know, I, I, that's a whole another show sometime to talk about. But because uh, when you start to talk about certain religions and, and having it very closely related to what's in the the, the nighttime sky. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work with the ideology of what they're preaching, so they get you get you get a lot of backlash, Don. But uh, there's a lot of uh, truth to a lot of the histories when you look up at the sky. Well, and kind of going back to my comment about the calendars <clears throat> previously, ultimately the oldest calendar in existence, uh, uh, at least as far as the human race is concerned, is uh, the celestial, is the night sky. Uh, it's how people uh, marked specific incidents, uh, how they measured time, how they measured seasons, uh, was uh, the continuity associated with the placement of, of uh, the stars uh, in different at different times of year. So that's without a doubt the it's oldest. Also, the best way for humans to predict what's going to happen, so they can you know become more prosperous in the future by by knowing what happened in the past and then looking at Absolutely. the sky and because people nowadays that would have trouble even uh, thinking that there's no such thing as a calendar telling you what's the day of the month. But there was a time where people didn't really run off of uh, off of a a calendar. They just look up and see where the sun's position is in the sky, and then they knew what the season of the year was, you know what they were heading into, and they knew just by looking up. No, we've gotten tremendously spoiled, haven't we, with uh, uh, reminders and uh, simple things like uh, reminders and, and calendars where we can mark dates and uh, uh, have a point of reference at any given point in time. Uh, having those and, conveniences, like anything when it comes to technology, you can also be misled or, or led astray of some, some historical or real facts. Suddenly a different absolutely. story can be told. Absolutely. And, and that that uh, that statement just lends credence to uh, to how history can be distorted, how time can be distorted, corrupted, uh, or misrepresented. Uh, uh, so that's that's absolutely correct, absolutely correct. So anyway, back to uh, to Halliburton. There was a guy, uh, Stan, Stansbury Hagar, uh, and he built on Halliburton's uh, initial work. <clears throat> Uh, publishing an article in 1931's Popular Astronomy, uh, uh, where he notes that before the arrival of the first Spaniards in Mexico over 400 years ago, and probably much earlier, <clears throat> the ancient Mexicans told of certain stars called Zantamoc, or falling hairs, which fell from heaven to earth with the Lord of the Dead. Their fall was commemorated annually at the uh, Kokoli Festival, said to have been held towards the end of October. This festival and the falling of the stars was associated with the end of the world. Is that one way we uh, get the uh, the word fall when we get we come into autumn? We call it fall. Is that is that kind of where that or originates from? No, I think they are actually talking about something plunging from the heavens to the earth. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's much scarier. Yeah, yeah, much, much scarier. So, uh, you know, kind of another piece in this puzzle moving forward in time. Uh, there was a gentleman uh, you may or may not have heard of, uh, Emmanuel Velikovsky. Uh, and 
uh, Velikovsky was oddly enough a psychologist. Uh, uh, back in the uh, well, he practiced really from the 1940s through uh, uh, through the early 70s. But in 1950, he published a book. He was also uh, a, a, a researcher and an ethnologist. And through part of his research on uh, uh, commonalities that contributed to uh, to psychological conditions or issues or states. Uh, he, came, he came to the same conclusion that Halliburton did uh, on, a, on a much broader scale. So in 1950, he published a book <clears> that was called Worlds in Collision, uh, where he proposed some very radical uh, historical catastrophes that uh, occurred to Earth uh, that was derived from common legends, common celebrations, uh, common festivals uh, that were held around the world and communicated culturally. Ultimately, he was uh, chastised terribly by the scientific community uh, because he had stepped out of his lane uh, and dared to propose uh, uh, celestial and uh, terrestrial events that uh, uh, that the established scientific community uh, uh, held contrary view with. Uh, in fact, if uh, I don't know if anybody recalls the the, uh, the original Carl Sagan, uh, the Cosmos series. Yep. Carl Siggins took a couple of jabs at Velikovsky. Uh, We're going to have more with Don. Just stay with us. we got a commercial break coming up. 877-536-1360. If you'd like to call in, we'll be right back. More with Don when we return. It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7- to 8-foot-tall flowering tree for only two sixty-nine fifty, and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7-gallon trees for only two seventy. You Come take see. I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the tree farm. Bleed stop. Clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds. Bleed stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find Bleed Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular Bleed Stop website prices. Get yours today. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too, don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A&B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492, 720-680-0492. 
My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com, use your promo code KHNC to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham and Associates LLC at Up, Joe and Jason got Don with us, and you know, kind of getting into the to the weeds on on Halloween, and and uh, really fascinating because it there's so many different cultures involved, uh, so many different places. You can see why uh, people are are conflicted. You know, some some people are, hey, I don't care about all the stuff from you know. 500 AD or 300 BC or heck, I don't even care about stuff that happened, you know, 50 years ago or, or what happened in in, in the night in 1900. Uh, I just want to go out. My 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 kids are gonna uh, get dressed up and get some candy. Uh, maybe we'll spend some time, you know, uh, with our neighbors and 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 whatnot and and have fun. Uh, but but then, then there's other people that are more like you know what may, may, you know should we really be uh, you know should should this holiday really been commercialized? Do people know uh, all the negative connotations that uh, you know again that different cultures, uh, different times in history 
present. And, of course, people talking about, you know, the stars and astrology and the meanings. And, uh, you know, the the Texan and all the Freemasons thought, you know, hey, this is where Lucifer resided, right? All all of these things. And and, and really, Don's kind of saying, yeah, hey, listen, all of this stuff is out there. Don? Yeah, absolutely. All all of the... All of that stuff is out there. I think uh, I think we have to, or we've forgotten that we we exist in a cyclical environment. <clears throat> Whether we look at short-term cycles, uh, you know what what you do every Sunday morning versus long-term cycles, uh, you know what happens every ten thousand years. Uh, uh, we live in a uh, truly live in a cyclical universe, uh, and uh, and Halloween in particular, at least in my mind, represents uh, the roots of it, the timing of it, <clears throat> represent uh, part of that grander cycle of events that were very destructive, very deadly, very destructive brought about a lot of change, whether it's responsible for wiping out the dinosaurs, arguably, uh, but, it, but it certainly wreaked havoc uh, over several different times uh, with mankind <clears throat> in particular, and not, not on a local scale, uh, like, uh, like we talked about the, uh, the earthquake in 1812, uh, but uh, uh, and uh, just a couple of years ago, the tsunami, <clears throat> uh, uh, the Tongan uh, earthquake, uh, or I'm sorry, volcano uh, that just yeah, erupted this year. Those kind of localized uh, things, but uh, but there are truly cycles that have global impacts that are just beyond our ability to control. So kind of getting back to Velikovsky, Velikovsky's took a more general view and looked at the, uh, at uh, the commonalities and, and uh, developed a, a hypothesis for kind of the, the formation of uh, the modern solar system, what we would consider the modern solar system. And he found common references, <coughs> excuse me, globally through different uh Different cultures uh, globally, to times where, uh, for brief periods of times, uh, the sun rose in the west and set in the east. Uh, where there was a time uh, that people recalled, uh, where the planet Venus was not in the sky, uh, and they talk about great collisions uh, and uh, cataclysms that they witnessed happening in the heavens that didn't necessarily impact the earth, although there were some of them. And that's that's where he really caught a lot of flack from the establishment scientific community. Fast forward to today, uh, there much of what Velikovsky proposed in the 50s uh, has been validated. Uh, uh, by by uh, modern researchers, they don't give him credit for that, uh, but uh, he validated that. I mentioned uh, the the original cosmos with Carl Sagan. 
I had read Worlds in Collision uh, as as a young man. I was a teenager uh, when I read that, and when Carl Sagan uh, uh, essentially poo-pooed and made fun of Velikovsky and his view of the universe on a particular episode. It totally turned me off to Carl Sagan uh, from that day forward <clears throat> because I think Velikovsky put forth some very valid hypothesis. He may not have had all of the details specifically, uh, but he, he, he put forth some, some pretty valid, uh, valid points. A lot of uh, a lot of those discoveries. So there's a, 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 a kind of a resurgence of a, a cataclysmology branch of science. <clears throat> there was uh, uh, back in late uh, late 60s, early 70s, a gentleman by the name of Chan Thomas uh, produced a, a a small booklet called the Adam and Eve story. Uh, where he talked about uh, reoccur recurring uh, cataclysms uh, and the uh, some of those catastrophic events that sit at the very foundation uh, of some of our uh, most well-known holidays and most well-known uh, celebrations world around. Now, the interesting thing about Chan Thomas, Chan Thomas worked for the CIA. Uh, and he was specifically, he was part of uh, uh, the uh, the composite team working uh, on Project Looking Glass. So shortly, actually immediately after he published the Adam and Eve story, uh, the CIA classified, uh, classified that book. Uh, essentially seized all copies of it, uh, classified it, and kept it locked down until about until about 10 years ago. I think it was 2012 where they finally declassified it and released their redacted version. The redacted version took what was, uh, I think, a 220-page uh, book uh, down to 52 pages. And you kind of have to wonder why that's Don you're listening to here on the Half Empty Cup of Joe our guest today Joe and Jason we'll be right back stay with us stop bitching do something Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. 
And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. The Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale is going on now. Choose from thousands of carry-out-sized trees that are easy to handle and easy to plant. While supplies last, buy the first tree at regular price and mix or match a second tree for only 50 cents. Thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, fruit trees, evergreen trees, ornamental trees, and more. Also, huge savings on shrubs and perennials. You Come take see. I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the Tree Farm. Empty cup, uh, text or texted, and again, you know, a lot of different uh, connotations around Halloween and interpretations, and you know, talking about uh, you know Lucifer, you know, supposedly falling back down to earth to rule for a short season, you know, something, uh, you know, going back to the Masons and uh, Project Majority or maybe Project Blue Beam. Uh, you know the, that that's out there. You know, and of course, uh, you know stuff going on in the Middle East right now. And I think uh, how this goes, uh, the texts are saying, "Hey, uh, he will rule from the Temple Mount in Jerusalem." I mean, uh, all kinds of of different tie-ins uh, that that people could make when it comes to Halloween, uh, when it comes to uh, the the seasonality of it, right? Because as we talk about, everybody all over the world uh, at that time of, of the year uh, was 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 you know either getting ready for darker days, the fall, or getting ready for for the spring. So. There was always celebrations around that, and I think different groups took these things and 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 used them and twisted them, and and you ended up with with a lot of different beliefs around around this particular time period, and of course Halloween being involved in it, Jason. Yeah, that's that's kind of well put, and and I would say that uh, uh, generally, I don't think there needs to be too much put into such a thing you know i I think if you're a curious person like of course don is you you want to know more about these subjects and dig deep i don't think you have to dig deep when it comes to halloween if you don't want to i think this is one of those things you can stay ignorant and just enjoy whatever it is you do on halloween and uh, when someone comes up to you with the, the fire and brimstone of satan and evilness you know just say prove it because because don i think it's kind of hard uh, and you've said it many times. There's a lot of speculation, and there's a lot of of, of not well written history around this whole thing. And I don't think anything confirms fire and brimstone, the evil of Satan, or that it's uh, just a, a, a simple holiday that can uh, that that can just not be, can be overlooked. As uh, a, don't don't look at all that stuff. I, I think both things are happening at the same time, uh, Don. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So there's there's a shallow perspective and a deep 
perspective uh, that can be applied to pretty much anything. <clears throat> uh, and uh, you're absolutely right, Jason. A lot of people just, you know, they're uh, they're disinterested in uh, learning the details, right? They they just want to enjoy the moment. <clears throat> they don't want to understand everything that manifested the moment. Uh, they really don't care, and there's certainly nothing wrong with that. Uh, that perspective, in my view, there are other people, uh, on the other hand, who who are curious and and do look at uh, do look at these things. I think, uh, at least anecdotally, the case can be made that uh, one or multiple things happened around this time of year that had a global impact. Uh, that's exhibited in in uh, in in a lot of cultural uh, cultural records, and I will say this when it comes to to records, and and this is simply my opinion. When I look at uh, the continuity of historical information and record keeping in cultures like uh, the uh, the Australian. Uh, the indigenous uh, Australian Aboriginal peoples, uh, the Navajo people, uh, people who rely heavily on oral tradition and conveyance in both the case of uh, the Aborigines and uh, the Navajo, both of those cultures make sure that they have no less than three generations uh, that uh, uh, memorize these stories and pass them on through time. I find it astonishing, in particular when you look at uh, uh, the Aborigines, it, it just absolutely blows, blows you away when you look at some of I think we're, Don, yeah, I think we're I think losing we lost you. Don. You're, 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 yeah. you're getting a little choppy there, Don, but but uh, uh, the, the last thing I was going to ask him, uh, Joe, because we're coming towards the end of the show, I was, was going to say, you know, uh, I wanted to get Don to come on, on Halloween on Tuesday next week, but uh, because Barry Jones had a scheduling issue, uh, he was not unable to be on this past Tuesday, and he had to be on t uh, next week. But the question, Joe, would be, you know, uh, with Halloween coming and all the all the weird stuff happening in the world today is, is – yeah, is anything going to be happening uh, this coming Tuesday? Is is because like geopolitics heating up just at this time of the year? I just find it kind of interesting. Here we are, uh, an unplanned Halloween show that just uh, kind of came up the last couple of weeks with Don coming in. That uh, you know, here we are. What, what's going to happen by next Tuesday, right? Yeah, you know, uh, it, it is going to be uh, interesting. The timing of it. Uh, there's a uh, news breaking that. Uh, Israeli forces are now inside uh, of Gaza. Uh, this, is something going to be happening there uh, along uh, along those lines over the weekend? Uh, they're now, a, I mean, they're a kilometer inside of Gaza prepping for this and the timing of it all. All of that, uh, you know, again, I think just like, like Don was saying before, a lot of things have happened around this time, uh, cataclysmic things, 
things that and and uh, a lot of different cultures uh, where where this kind of plays in that this is kind of uh, the season. One of the texters just texted it to Jason's point: the season of fall is a yearly reminder. The fall of mankind when death entered the world. There is no season in the Edenonic state, uh, and and again. Uh, I think there's all of these things that if something happens, you know, between, you know, say the 29th uh, to the 31st, uh, a lot of people can will, will tie this in, right? If, if, if in fact, uh, this event here in the Middle East uh, leads to something even bigger, right? There, there'll be more people say, see, look at the time, right? This, this is... The, the, the biblical, if you will, ramifications come out. We'll be back to wrap this up right after the break. I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm who have courage. You know, there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace. It's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with MyKind CBD a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach urban survival training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. song I wrote, you might want to sing it note for note, don't worry, be happy. Wrapping it up here today, Joe and Jason, they have empty cup. I want to thank Don uh, for being with us and, and uh, just kind of bringing up just some uh, of the history that surrounds uh Halloween as we know it today and, and its origins and, and all the, and you saw it with the texters and the callers 
right? Uh, depending on on uh, people's viewpoints, I mean, there's so much there, Jason. Uh, whatever you want to focus in on, like you said, hey, I, a lot of people, hey, I don't want to focus in on any of that. I, I think that's okay, right? That's all right. You know, just enjoy it for what it is with no meaning. Hey, it has no meaning other than my, my kids dress up and, and they pass out candy and there's no bigger meaning. Uh, and, 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 and obviously for a lot of people, there is a bigger meaning. And let's face it, going back to, to, to written, even – dare I say, before written human communication, uh, this time of year and these dates particular right here at the end of October have had historical meaning uh, for human beings since, since they really uh, were on, you know, walking the face of the earth. Yeah, that's right, Joe. And, uh, you know, anytime someone hits, hits me with the, uh, the, the world's coming to an end, prepare to die, or hey, uh, this is evil, that is evil, stay away from this thing or stay away from that guy, uh, I get skeptical right away. Not, not that evil doesn't exist. That's not what I'm saying. But uh, I, I think uh, one thing that Don kind of made clear through different parts of the show today was you know, there's a lot of fear. You know, Every time it seems like when people misunderstand something or, they're, or, or they tell people to stay away from this or don't do that, there's always a big bunch of fear around it. Not, a, you know, hey, let's, let's just talk it out. I'll tell you, after, you know, we talked to Don and some of the callers about Halloween. There's, I don't see very much to fear, Joe. I don't see any uh, evilness that's going to envelop my world and destroy me because uh, maybe myself or friends of mine or people down the street are going to celebrate uh, a holiday, which is really, for the most part, an over-commercialized monstrosity like all the holidays, which is the main reason why I don't celebrate you know, Valentine's Day. I mean, what 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 are we what are, what are we doing? You know, anything to, to 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 cop a buck out of your pocket, right, Joe? Well, yeah, and I think I think all the holidays, right? They've all been commercialized now. None of them uh, have. Uh, oh, I don't think very many, if any, really have the true spirit of what it was intended to be. Uh, and then, of course, the ones they've made up, right? You know, Valentine's Day and all these others. Uh, and I think that's just part of it, right? That's just part of of, of society now, where uh, everybody's out there trying. Hey, how can I how can I put more money in my pocket? How can I how can I turn this into revenue? And and, and if enough people get behind it, and usually uh, what we're finding out, if the government gets behind it. Uh, seemingly, uh, somehow, there it is, right? We, we've got new holidays. Uh, we'll get rid of old holidays, or uh, we're going to uh, change change the perception of people uh, hundreds of years later, right? Uh, you know, now our founding fathers, they weren't such good guys anymore. Uh, so are we surprised that Halloween has different meanings to so many different people? Exactly, Joe. So I, uh, I, you know, Don was trying to come back in to get a last word, but he's something went haywire on his phone. Uh, we'll try if if he, if he gets back on the show another time, we'll try to get him on like our, our other guests where he won't have to worry about his cell phone wigging out on him. But that's essentially what happened, guys. But I want to thank everybody for listening. Like always, we have Alex Jones coming up next. Joe and I are going to be back. Patriot Radio News Hour tomorrow, Friday at 9 a.m. See you guys later. Stop bitching. Do something. Stop bitching. Do something. 
My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Hi, my name is Sam Cheshire. My wife Lisa and I own Build Design America in Longmont, Colorado. We've been in business for over 30 years, offering full-service flooring to Northern Colorado. A few years ago, we started into Kibis Studios. We offer full-service kitchen and bath remodeling, along with a design service. We're located in Longmont at 665 Frontage Road. Our phone number is 303-772-1202. And we also offer free design services. So give us a call, 303-772-1202. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 